0: Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Chednovich, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, we're going to cover a number of items today, but to start, can we take a look back at CN grain performance results for March?
1: Thanks, Stacy. So CN recorded its 13th consecutive month of record Canadian grain movement via car load in March, with 2.95 million tons shipped during the month. That compares to the previous March record of 2.74 million tons set last year and the three-year average of 2.47 million tons. And looking back at the first quarter of 2021, Canadian grain movement by a carload on CN was 8.2 million tons, beating the previous Q1 record by 1.2 million tons, or over 16%, and compared to the three-year average of 6.5 million tons.
0: In CN's grain plan... CN's guidance for maximum sustainable end-to-end grain supply chain capacity between December and March was 6,100 cars per week. Meeting that guidance requires fluidity across corridors, no major mainline disruptions, and normal winter operating conditions, among other factors. How did CN performance measure up against the grain plan during that period?
1: Well, CN significantly exceeded grain plan guidance on average over that period with shipments of roughly 6,600 cars per week between grain and processed grain products versus the guidance of 6,100 per week. CN recorded nine weeks where grain plan guidance was exceeded by 10% or more, while shipments fell 20% below guidance in two of 17 weeks, and for two very different reasons. First, week 21, which was the week of December 21st, coincided with the Christmas holidays, when country elevators and export terminals cease operations completely for varying periods of time between Christmas and New Year's, and that takes a lot of grain shipping capacity out of the system. Now week 28, which was the week of February 7th, coincided with the worst of the persistent outbreak of extreme cold weather that lasted over a week and a half, impacting all facets of the grain supply chain on the prairies. During that week, we saw grain deliveries to country elevators in the prairies fall 60%, or 700,000 tons below the previous four-week average to just 459,000 tons, reinforcing that a cold outbreak of that severity has significant impacts across many of the players across the grain supply chain. Through investment in network infrastructure and the use of air distribution cars along the main line, CN's network resiliency has been increased considerably, as has its ability to recover from extreme weather events. During the period when implementation of tier restrictions was required, CN's ability to use multiple air sources within a train delivered over 230,000 additional feet of train capacity compared to if multiple air sources were not employed. That's absolutely part of the story concerning CN's record grain shipment performance during February, with carload shipments 8% higher than the previous record.
0: Where does Canadian grain movement on CN stand crop year to date through the
1: end of March? Since the beginning of the crop year in August, through the end of March, grain shipments on CN via carload reached 22.7 million tonnes, or almost 20% higher than the previous record pace. Shipments were also over 23% higher than the three-year average. Containerized grain shipments direct from Western Canada on CN were also on record pace, approaching 800,000 tonnes by the end of March, with grain shipments direct from the country by container in Eastern Canada, in addition to that, of course. Last July, when we determined the crop was going to be a big one, we set out an aggressive grain plan. We acquired 1,500 more new high-capacity grain hopper cars, and we ensured that we recalled and safety-trained sufficient crews from the earlier furloughing phase of our pandemic response. We're proud of our performance this crop year, and we also thank our supply chain partners for their performance.
0: The notion that CN is moving more grain because it's moving less of other commodities is still being suggested by many people. Is that the case?
1: That is definitely not the case. CN's been moving more grain at the same time that overall traffic levels have actually been higher compared to the same time a year ago. That's been the case since the fall of 2020 eight months ago, coinciding with the period when we see peak demand for grain movement once harvest comes on. CN has been moving record volumes of potash, overseas and domestic intermodal, forest products, and propane. And each of those business segments is being influenced by different market factors.
0: Just on that, let's get into a bit of detail on the strength of the carload business segments you mentioned. Let's start with
1: potash. Sure thing. In the case of potash... CN shipped record volumes for both the month of March itself, as well as for the first quarter of 2021. Now, the majority of Canadian potash moves by rail to the U.S. or to port for export, and demand in itself has been very strong in both markets. Part of the story is likely tied to how strong crop prices are right now. This isn't the year where you would see fertilizer rates getting dialed back on account of lower grain prices. It's the opposite. CN is an integral part of getting potash to market as part of a reliable end-to-end supply chain, and CN's work very closely with its supply chain partners to get product to market in the most efficient means possible. Part of that story is the ability to consistently move 200-plus car trains of potash to ports both east and west for shipment abroad. The reliability of the potash supply chain largely depends on efficient cycling of power to lift loaded sets when trains are released, efficient potash blocking to destination, and quick cycle times of loads and empties in the overall supply chain.
0: How about forest products and propane?
1: So for forest products, there is the more obvious consumer connection. Strengthened lumber and panels traffic is being driven by different aspects of the North American housing market. There's a lot of pent-up demand for new homes in places throughout North America, but the biggest driver is the surge in home renovation projects, which has occurred due to people spending more time at home during the pandemic. This sector has benefited from the spending shift due to limited travel and recreational activities during the pandemic as well. And then there's the not-so-obvious stuff. Think about all that consumer internet buying. That's a huge surge, and with it comes a surge in demand for cardboard to make all those boxes to ship products in. Even think of the jump in pizza sales. You need a box to put the pizza in. It all adds up. In December 2020, CN moved an all-time high level of forest products. We've also seen very strong demand for NGL or natural gas liquids bolstered by strong export shipments.
0: Okay, so that's carload business. But how about the strength in international and domestic intermodal?
1: Okay, so just to take a step back, domestic intermodal refers to products moving via container from distribution center to distribution center within North America, or direct to an actual store location. International intermodal, on the other hand, refers to products moving via container from overseas as import into North America, or the flip side as an export from North America to overseas destinations. The strength in the intermodal business, which we've really been seeing since late last summer into early fall, is all, again, about the North American consumer's behavior, which has changed significantly as a result of the pandemic. There's very little personal travel going on right now and not a lot to do due to pandemic restrictions. People are spending a lot more time at home, on average, and many people are spending their disposable income on consumer goods. Buying things online, upgrading home furniture and appliances, buying bicycles, pools, you name it. People are also eating at home a lot more on average, and that means stronger volumes of refrigerated domestic intermodal traffic. It all adds up. If you eat it, drink it, wear it, or use it, chances are CN moves it.
0: Thanks for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.